What is up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast, Life with Jazz. This is episode four, and I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so grateful that you've tuned in to listen to me once again. I want to say thank you for all of the love and constant support on this show so far. I'm so excited for where this is going to go, and I'm just so, so grateful for everything that you guys have commented, the streams, the messages. It's awesome. I'm so happy, and I'm so grateful to be here. Tonight's episode is going to be a little different. Um, It's very, very personal to me. This is going to be a story time. My last few episodes have been like inspirational, motivational advice, um, you know, kind of just preaching to you guys. But tonight, this is when I'm going to be authentic and vulnerable and honest and open. And this is something that has had a huge impact in my life. This has happened to me years ago, and I've carried I've carried it with me till this day, being 21 years old. Um, some of you will know what I'm talking about when I say the title, and some of you won't. But let's dive into it. This is my story time. So grab your blanket, grab your popcorn, your Hershey bar, <laughs> your Skittles, your drink, whatever you want. Get cozy because we are diving in. So Los Angeles, 2016. Some of you are going to know what, I'm, what I mean by saying that and some of you are not going to know. So I went to two different high schools. My freshman year to my junior year, I went to Airport High School. And then my senior year, just my senior year, I went to Northville High School. Two different types of schools. Northville, absolutely huge. Just I, It's just like, wow. Big, big school. A lot of kids. Airport, super small school. Small town. Everybody knew everybody's business. Just really tight, really small. But um, I was in airport when I did this. So if you know, then you know. <laughs> in 20... In, okay, in 2016, I went to Los Angeles. And it was a life-changing experience. It was amazing. And it was awakening at the same time. So this is what happened. Let's start from day one. So I was on Instagram and I posted a cover. I was 15 years old. I posted a cover of me singing Whitney Houston. I think it was I, I Will Always Love You. It's deleted now. But um, I got a message after posting it. And it was from this talent agency named Starbound. They're located in Ohio. They're absolutely amazing. Great people. Smart people. Fun agency. 100% recommend. Amazing people. They were like family to me at the time. So... They messaged me and they were like, oh my gosh, we love your voice. Like, we literally have goosebumps. Can we meet you? Like, can you come and meet with us? Like, we want to, like, sign you to be with our agency. Like, we want to, like, you know, take you places and da-da-da-da-da. A lot of the times, these messages, 99.9% of the time, they are a scam. So I had my parents look at it and they looked, they did the research, they looked into it, and they they were legit. So we gave them a call and we made an appointment to meet. Fast forward to meeting them, I met my mother agent who signed me. She was amazing. She helped me, you know, become even more talented than I was at the time. And I had different coaches. I had an acting coach. I had a modeling coach. I had a singing coach giving me voice lessons. So what I would do was I would come in like every week, uh, different nights, obviously. And I would do singing lessons, theater lessons, acting lessons, modeling lessons, which was like walk up and down a runway, know the positions on a runway, know how to pose during like a photo shoot. It was a lot and it was super fun because I felt like I was bettering my craft and I was just becoming better and better at what I love to do. So my mother agent told us that there was a convention being held and it happens every two years and it's held in Los Angeles and it's called IMTA, which is International Models Talent Agency, I think. It's been so long. It's been years, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. And she goes, I'm taking a handful of people who would like to go, who are available to go. 
to show their talent to hundreds of agencies and try to get signed or, you know, try to just have an experience. She said, even if you don't get signed, it's very rare to, or to get that opportunity to just go get your foot in the door, kind of get your name out there, kind of just get out there. So I obviously wanted to go. That was amazing. What a great opportunity. I jumped on it. So I trained for, I think it was for months, months of training up until this moment. And we went to Los Angeles. It was me, my mom, and my aunt. They came with me for support. My mom was like my momager at the time. Um, my dad stayed back for work, but I did have family with me. So how was going? And when I landed in Los Angeles, it was absolutely surreal. It was crazy. It was beautiful. Uh, I've never been to Los Angeles before. So the city, the Hollywood sign, all of that was like an absolute dream. It was crazy. But we walk into where the convention's being held in our hotel and there's just hundreds of amazing, talented people. I'm talking like people were belting their voice in the lobby, like warming up and they sounded amazing. Like there was like six foot models, just stunning, gorgeous, so intimidating. Like it was crazy and it was so chaotic, but amazing at the same time. So what happened was we had like a week full of just getting a shot at performing in front of like all of these agents in one room. Like there was like a hundred agents watching me at one time in different rooms. But, so basically what I did was one day I would sing a solo, the next day I sang a duet with one of my uh, teammates who came with me, then I did modeling, acting, I did some commercials, I read some scripts for some shows, I did some improv, I did some like slam poetry type things, it was really, really cool. I did runway, I learned how to walk them down the runway, they filmed it, I actually have the video. Um, We did like performances, like it was go, 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 like you were just showing all this you got, all of your talent to these people because they're big shots. Like I was literally, you guys, auditioning in front of Netflix, Disney Channel, ABC, CBS, uh, Nickelodeon, HBO, like stars, like they were all there. You name it, they were there. They were watching you. So that happened for like a week. And then at the end of the week, you had a day where our mother agent would hand you a callback list. And before she said this, she said, please remember, don't beat yourself up. It's very common to not get any. You know, a lot of people came all this way and they would perform and they would have an experience, but they didn't have any callbacks, which meant no agencies wanted to talk to them at the time. Um, They weren't really interested. So she kind of let us know that. And I was like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, I'm not getting my hopes up. Like, there's literal, I'm 15 years old at this time. There's grown women who are amazing at modeling, singing, like all of it. Like, I'm this small girl. I'm 15. I look younger than 15. My voice isn't the most amazing voice ever. Like, I'm still changing. I'm still learning. So, I, it kind of sat with me that I wasn't going to get any. I was like, okay. So, she's handing everyone their sheets, their callback sheets. And I see, you know, a couple girls next to me. Like, they're upset because they didn't get any. They didn't get any callbacks. And my mother agent gets to me. And she looks at me and she gives me this look. And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't get any. Didn't lie. Didn't get one. I didn't get any. And as much as I told myself not to be upset, I was upset. She gives me this look and I'm like, what? (laughs) She hands me my paper. Well, my packet. And she says, you have 26 callbacks. 26 callbacks. I was shocked. I cried. I literally cried. I was like, what? I thought she was joking. Like, I thought she was screwing with me. I'm not even kidding. She said, do you know how rare it is to even have five or one? You have 26. And I was like, oh my God, like everyone was clapping. Everybody was hugging me and telling me how rare it is, how amazing. They're so proud. And I'm like, what in the world just happened? 
So after that, what we had to do is the next day, um, after you got your callback list, if you had any, you had to go and meet with every single one all day the next day. I had 26, so that took all day. That took that took me all the way to nighttime from like 8 a.m. to like 8 p.m. But I remember I couldn't take my mom or my aunt in the room with me to meet these people because it just had to be me alone. So it was a huge ballroom in this hotel. And I remember walking in. I remember exactly what it looks like. There was these like a like over a hundred fancy black cloth tables like everywhere, like booths, and um, there was like they had these giant signs above them, like these big boards that said like Disney's over here, Netflix, Nickelodeon, CBS, ABC, Stars, HBO. It was crazy, and I was so intimidated. So I went down the line and I met with you know each agent. Everyone was awesome. Like what I was just grateful to even be there, to be present with professionals, to be talking to them. They would give you advice on things you could, you know, improve. Like, to get that feedback from a professional, that's crazy. I was so grateful. And one of these agencies, I remember, they were casting for a show. And they were scouting for a show, and they were interested in me, and they said, okay, so here's the deal. We're interested in you. We want you to go and audition in front of this director for the show. I don't want to say any names. They they wanted me to keep going to different auditions in Los Angeles in front of these directors of the show to try to get casted. And he was like, so what's going to happen is you're going to have to move here to Los Angeles. You're going to have to be here like all year round, like move your whole life in less than a month. That's, that, that was my time limit, you guys. It wasn't like, oh, come back next year or like, oh, just fly back and forth. Nope, it wasn't like that. It was I had to permanently be there. He said, I'm going to have to switch to homeschool. Like, we had a long conversation. He explained it all. So being 15 years old and hearing that, I know some of you guys are listening right now and you're like, oh, I would have jumped on it. She's an idiot. Like, why wouldn't you just do it? Like, why would you, why would you just stay at airport? Why? Listen, you don't get it until you've been there and you sat across that booth and you talked to this man and had that 35 minute or half hour conversation because that was it was a long conversation so you just you don't get it I'm sorry you don't it was an insane feeling it was this you know I was I was grateful I was excited like oh my god this is it this is jackpot like I have a chance at being on tv like what And then I also was scared because I don't have my mom here. I don't have my aunt here. I'm like, okay, he wants me to sign this right now. Like, I don't know. I don't know. My mom told me, don't sign anything until me or your dad are there and we can look it over and we can make sure that everything's okay, that it's not a scam and you just need an adult around, which I understood. You know, being 15 years old, like, I don't have any, like, experience with finances or, like, any contracts or fine print. So after that day, I went to my mom and I told her about it. And, you know, she was like, okay, we can just take time to like think about it. Like think about what you want to do. And I will never forget this feeling. We were in the hotel room. My aunt was asleep. My mom was asleep. It was late. And I couldn't sleep. I was tossing and turning. My mind was racing. I was like, okay. So if I sign, if I do this, say if I fly out there like like he wants, okay, and I get this role on this TV show, and I get it. I'm leaving everything behind that I know. And I know that you guys, I've, I'm big on change, and I, I'm big on this podcast saying, like, take chances. Like, you never know. Like, you got to grow. I get it. But when I was 15 years old, when I was a child, 
I did not have the mindset I did today. I had a tight group of friends. I was, I was with, I had a boyfriend at the time that I thought was going to last forever. I, you know, it's a small town school. Like this was my life. And I, I didn't think I could just leave it and drop everything and never see them again because that's how it works is what a lot of people don't understand. I was going to be gone. So I wasn't going to see my friends for a very, very long time. I wasn't going to see my boyfriend for a very, very long time. I wasn't, you know, I, I just, I didn't sit right with me having to leave my family or, you know, possibly have my family pick up and move across the country because of my dream and my career. It's, and something was telling me in my gut that something was wrong or something just wasn't sitting right. Something's not right. Like, I, I literally was on the verge of tears. Like, I'm like, what, what's wrong with me? Like, Jazz, you've wanted this since you were born. You stood in front of the TV with a hairbrush in your hand, watching MTV, Christina Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, Hannah Montana. You've wanted to be famous and be a pop star since you could talk. And that was true at the time. That's all I wanted. So why am I laying in bed, looking at the ceiling in a big city? There's an agent waiting on me to call that I'm going to take the deal. Why am I not happy? Why am I not excited? Being that young, you guys, I'm telling you, you weren't there. You weren't there. Being 15 and having that opportunity, a sign away, it is scary. I was not the same, what, well, I was a kid, I was a girl, I was insecure, I was confused, I was scared, I was naive, like, I didn't have any real world experience, like, I, all I knew was high school, I was a sophomore in high school, I was young, I'm a kid, you know, so it's just like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it wasn't sitting right with me, okay, I come back to school, and one of the, this was like a week after, and obviously I was just bombarded with questions, you know, I said airport, knew everything about everybody. They, they were following me on social media. Everyone was keeping up with me. And I appreciated the love and the support and the effect that so many people believed in me and had this faith in me that I was just going to blow up and become famous. That's a big compliment. But I got back and unfortunately it was weird and it wasn't very good. People were acting weird. Like there was people who have never talked to me in my life, never even looked at me before this and suddenly they want to be they want to be best friends I had a girl come up in the hallway and I'm not saying that this is bad I'm not saying like she sucks or anything but this girl has never spoken to me and she comes up to me as soon as I get in the building with a, a literal school notebook with a pen and she goes can I please have your autograph I know you're gonna be famous I just really want your autograph in my notebook because I want to say that I knew you before you blew up and she was like excited for me and she was happy and I appreciate that like how flattering but it's crazy and it's weird. It just, it just like, I don't know. There was people who bullied me that suddenly wanted to be my friend. And the saddest part was that my friends acted different. Not all of them, but some. They acted different. They, Some of them thought I was big-headed, that I got cocky, that, oh, so she's, she's going to blow up now. Well, forget about us. Or, oh, well, she thinks she's all that. They started acting weird towards me. And it was, it was a really weird experience because I just wanted to be normal. I just wanted to go back to be jazz, you know, your friend. You're just a girl who goes to choir and likes to sing in the talent shows and the choir shows, and that's about it. And the thing is, you guys, is when this whole thing started, 
I didn't think that I was going to go to my first convention ever at 15 years old and get that offer. There was women who have been to six of those conventions who are dying to have that offer who didn't have it after those six times. That, that's what made me think like, oh, okay, well, maybe when I'm like 20 or 21, you know, an adult and I live alone, maybe that's when I would take a chance like that. Yeah, I would do it when I'm older, when I'm, when I'm mature enough, when I have money, when I'm not afraid to, you know, travel. I was 15 years old. You know, I, I don't, it's, and the hard part about this was it was held over my head for so long, for years. And I don't talk about it because it makes me upset. But I'm being real with you guys and I'm being open. My friends, my teachers, people, and my family. And I'm not saying that people did this to hurt my feelings or with ill intention. But it was hard to hear. People would literally say, dude, you messed up. Dude, that should have been you. We'd watch the Grammys or we'd watch Stranger Things. They'd be like, that should have been you. You know, people would say, oh my god, why didn't you take the opportunity? What are you doing here? What are you doing? And that would piss me off. Because who are you to say? You're not God. You're not a higher being. You can't see the future. You don't know what's right for me. Just like I don't know what's right for you. We don't know what's meant to be and what's going to happen or the future. No one can tell. Nobody can tell. And to be told that, dude, that... It was like a kick in the stomach sometimes because it made me feel like a failure. It made me feel like I messed up. It made me feel like, oh, well, I'm not as worthy because I didn't sign this paper and I'm not on the TV right now. It, it made me feel awful. And I know some of you guys are like, oh my God, it's not that big of a deal. Like, girl, you could have been famous. And you're allowed to think that. You have every right to think the way you want to think. But I'm coming from my perspective and saying you don't know what it was like or how it felt until it's you. You don't know what happened behind closed doors. You don't know the hard work that went into it. You don't know the feelings and the anxiety and the emotions. And mind you, at 15 years old, we're changing. I'm a late bloomer. I was changing big time. Like I'm going through hormones and emotions and and physical and mental changes. To have that dangling over me, it sucked. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to take the opportunity. I told my mom and dad, I said, God is telling me that now is not the time. I was grateful and humble and blessed to have an experience like that. And I was so thankful because it was like a once in a lifetime thing to perform and to to do what I love in front of big agencies. A lot of people can't say that. That's crazy. I was so thankful and I'm so happy and I was... That's all, but all I wanted was that for now. I didn't want to be homeschooled. I didn't want to leave my friends, my family, my relationships. I didn't want to leave. I, didn't, I wanted to go to prom, you guys. I wanted to do my choir shows. I wanted to be normal. I wanted to graduate high school normal. God forbid that I wanted to be normal. I was too young. I didn't think that I was going to go to this convention, like I said, and get signed that quick or get the offer that quick. I thought maybe I'm going to go to a few conventions and when I'm an adult, then I'll take that chance because I'll be even better then. I did not know this was going to happen. And some of you are going to think I'm ungrateful. Some of you are going to think that I threw that opportunity away. And at this point, after years and years and years and years of carrying that with me and making it so heavy, I don't care. I don't. You know why? 
because I'm happy. I'm not regretting it. I'm happy with who I am today. If I made that decision, I don't know where I would be. And to, to be frankly honest, I don't really care for Hollywood today. Hollywood is it's shady. The industry, it's shady. It's cold. It's nasty. The, the, the amount of sexual assaults and the allegations and the darkness that comes with it. And I'm not saying that it's all wrong. I have friends that want to be in the industry and I completely support them. And I, I know they can do it. But for me especially at that time, it's not something I wanted. It's not. And I don't know what would have happened if I did. Maybe I would have been great, right? Maybe I would have been on TV. I would have made a a ton of money. But maybe no matter what, no matter how much money I made, maybe my mental health would decline. Maybe I would have gotten into drugs. Maybe I would have drank. Maybe I would have met the wrong people. Maybe I would have been sexually assaulted by a man because look what's coming out. The people on Nickelodeon, Disney, everyone who's went through that, those dark things. I was a kid. I didn't know. I wanted to just grow up. Like, dude, I'm, <laughs> I was just 14 before that. Like, it's, it's, I really, I'm trying to explain it as best, if I, as best as I can. I know I'm rambling, but it was just held above me for so long. It was hurtful and it was heavy and it was hard. And it made me feel like less of a person. It made me feel like I made a mistake, even though I didn't. Because guess what? Everybody has a different path. Everybody has a different journey, a different timing. And that's what's beautiful about it. Is we're constantly growing and changing and evolving. And that's beauty to me. I just... I'm I'm so grateful for that experience, you guys. Like I said, and now where I am today... I feel more me than I ever have. I'm taking college seriously now. I'm enjoying school because I'm working towards something I want. I live in the place that I've wanted to live since I was eight years old. I have a healthy, stable, amazing relationship. I have great friendships. I love my family to death. I'm so at peace. And I don't know if I would feel this way and I wouldn't have these things if I took that if I took that journey. And I and I know that I can't say that for sure I would have just my mental health would have declined and, and I would have sucked and I would have got depressed in the industry. Maybe it would have went the other way. I don't know. We will never know. But carrying this and letting people dangle it over my head and telling me that I messed up and that I'm ungrateful or I should have done this or I'm a failure, I'm done. I've healed from that and I've grown from that and I'm thankful, unbelievably thankful for everybody who believed in me and who still believes in me from this day. But I don't strive for Hollywood. I don't strive to have billions of dollars and to be in the industry. Right now, what I want is to go to school, do my podcast, hopefully that this grows and becomes a big thing because this is what makes me happy. And that's all that matters is what makes me you happy. Just like I said two episodes ago, you have to be selfish. It's not about what society expects or what they want. Not about what your parents want, what your brother wants, what your best friend thinks you should do. It's about you. And I look back at 15-year-old me and I wish that I could go back and tell her, it's gonna be okay. You're fine. You didn't make a mistake. You're good. You're fine. Everything will work out. Everything that happens is meant for a reason, you know, I wish I could tell her that because I struggled for years, 
you know, any time that I that I was struggling with something, I was like, damn, maybe I should have, I should have, maybe I should have. You know, I went through a breakup. I was like, see, this is why I should have signed it. Why? Like, why did I? That was so toxic. Why did I do that? I'm not God. Everything that we do in this life and just where we are right now, you guys, is where we are meant to be in this very moment at this second. It is 5.13 p.m. where I am and I'm recording a podcast because this is what I'm supposed to be doing this moment and no one else can tell me otherwise. The universe, God, whatever higher belief you believe in, they are in control. And I've grown from that experience and I I love that I went through that. It is what a journey, what an amazing thing that I can tell my kids one day. And I'm grateful because now I know who I am. And this, you know, this story time falls under self-discovery. We're all still growing. We're all still trying to figure it out. You don't have to have it together and know everything you want, everything you're supposed to do this second. And I'm grateful for this experience. And I'm happy where I am now and that is all that matters. And you should be too. You are where you're supposed to be. You're doing amazing. And screw anybody else who thinks different. And I'm really happy that I talked with you guys about this, that I got it off my mind because this is something I don't talk about. Like my, like my old Northville friends, like I never talked about it. I, th- I think I told them what I did one time because I was asked about it. But I never like went around bloating it and talking about it because of how hard it was. People didn't even know how I truly felt, like the the baggage that came with it. And I'm so happy that I can share this with you and I hope that some of you are gonna be able to connect with me and recognize what I'm saying and, and feel what I'm saying. Even if, you know, I know like you can't say like, oh, I went to Los Angeles, I understand that whole experience. I mean talking, I'm, I'm talking about the feeling of letting others tell you what to do and the feeling of, being lost and young and self-discovery and just figuring life out. Take it day by day. Everything that you've been through, that you have yet to go through, it is building you into the man or into the woman that you are becoming. And I'm so proud of you. And give your younger self a pat on the back. Give today a pat on the back. I sat here, you guys, and I did two tests and two quizzes today for college, and I'm so proud of myself. I feel so good. Like, I accomplished a lot today. Like, wow. I could have procrastinated. I could, I could have gotten lazy, but I didn't. And I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of every single version of Jasmine. Every single version of me that, I, that I've been. None of them are perfect. I'm not perfect today. But I love every version of me. And I'm sorry if some of you think that I'm ungrateful or that... I let you down or that, oh, wow, she's so stupid. She, should, she could have been famous. She could have had millions of dollars. Well, maybe, but I guess we'll never know. I think, you know, I know. I feel, I feel so much better, you guys. This is something so special to me and so personal. And I'm really happy that this is a safe space and I can be open and honest with you. And I really hope that you have enjoyed this story time. It's so, so special to me. Um, Thank you for believing in me and having faith in me and just being here and being awesome. I love this show. I have a really good feeling about this. Like, the best feeling about something that I've done, like a project, in so long. So, with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap it up. 
thank you so much for being here and for listening to my journey with Los Angeles 2016. It has built me into the woman I am today. I'm so grateful for you to be here and I'm so excited for the next episode and I will see you soon. Thank you guys so much. I love you. You are amazing. You are strong. You are powerful and don't ever forget that and don't ever think different or let anybody tell you different. Thank you so much and good night.